Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Beatex Smith and Steve Metz. Beatex Smith and Steve Metz, you are now entering the Megacars, the Megacars. back and we are alive ted we are alive steve i am stoked your I, microphone works yeah i know mic two it's potted up good yeah yeah we're at the same level it's we crazy have, we don't have to jack you up like we had to do for the last several weeks yeah jack me up dude this is how it is man it's good to see you although i mean i've seen you quite a bit in the last few days yeah i you were smart this year i feel like everybody took my advice and took off monday this year and I didn't. Yeah, everyone took your advice except for you. Yeah, and yeah. I paid for it, Steve. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know J-Mac, he took it off. Just for those that don't know, Ted and myself, we went to a hockey tournament in Spokane, took the party bus, huge props to Levi and Lion Pride Music for hooking us up with their party bus. Just props the- to Rich for driving that thing home over the pass. Dude. That was sketchy. It was super snowy out, and that man, I mean, there were a few moments where we're like, oh, is this going to be like the, the plot to Metallica back in the day? Like, it was scary. Yeah. And every time there was a little swivel in the road, people started trading stories about being in bus accidents. And I, I that, I was like, why are we doing this? Right. I think at one point it was like Jay and uh, Gibbsy. They're like, remember that time when we were in, in juniors when, because a few of those guys played hockey, they grew up playing hockey together, like when our bus flipped. Yeah. I'm like, we don't need these conversations. And I've been smoking a lot out of a six foot bong. I was already a little paranoid. There was a six-foot giant green bong on our bus, and man, some guys were putting in work. One of them, I'm looking right at. Yeah, yeah. I'd say me and uh, me and Chris, Chris. probably put in the yeah. most work I'm on not, that thing. We won't say his last name because yeah. he's got a profession where they would not be happy with him probably doing that. Probably not. But he was a champ. Yeah, because I mean, on the way home, right? I had a little bowl, and he was like. Six-footer? I was like, I like your spirit, man. Let's do it. And then who was passed out probably an hour into the trip? Chris. Yeah, yeah six-foot man. Yeah, he was out cold. And the funny thing the is- The bong was taller than him. I was just about to say, we're both probably 5'9". That bong was taller than both of us. <laughs> so it was a great time. We went to Spokane. Uh, like I said, thanks to uh, Lion Pride Music Grizz. He was a great guy to have on the bus. Uh, also, Chris, the camera guy here, the camera- f- I was Oh, talking- yeah. I was talking with Levi yesterday. He says he's watching some of the footage, and he just thought it was hysterical. So oh, nice. I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of documentary or documentary that they put together of our trip, and we'll be sure to blow it up and share it on all the social networks once that gets figured out. This podcast will probably be a lot about the classic. So why don't we just get things going right now, Ted? Let's get our 10 push-ups in. For those that are new to the Megacast, we do 10 push-ups to get everything going, to get people focused on what we're about to present. We need to get your heart racing. <laughs> I know. That sounded great, man. It did. It felt I was good. like, damn. For a guy whose brain cells are completely fried, Yeah, I'm shocked that I got that out. Yeah, so man. So we're getting the heart racing, the blood pumping, and Ted, now the pressure's on you. The brain- Functioning, Steve. All right. This Functioning. Time, this I couldn't remember that for the first, like, I don't know how many weeks we did this. We did get 10 on the bus. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. We did. I forgot we? until this very moment. I think we were going to go outside, but the bus was moving. No, the bus wasn't moving. We were locked in the bus because Rich had to go somewhere, and we were, everyone was in the bars, I think, so he locked us into the bus. Was that outside dinner, or was that outside the rink? No, I don't remember that. 
All right. I, I totally forgot we did that, too, until you just mentioned it. Yeah, we got 10 on the bus. Yeah, which it, was hard. It was difficult because there's not a lot of width. Right, so you can't really pop your elbows out. Yeah. You had to keep them in tight. Which is probably the proper way probably to do it. Probably the proper way, which made it much harder for my fat ass. <laughs> so I figured what better song to get 10 to than a song that was on hot rotation while we were there at the Classic. The, the song that was on the most rotation we can't play, it's that My D song. Oh, yeah. That, Mickey Avalon? Yes. That was a huge hit on the bus. That was. Anytime like a new group of people came on, I played it to the point where Rich was like, do you have any other songs? I've heard that My D song. Like He said that to you. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I know. Trust me. It never gets old. And every time we bring on new people, they need to hear it. But this was, I think, number two. Ted, we hit a little turbulence. Oh, I was talking about this last night on my podcast. This song, you just don't know what song is going to be the song. But I feel like this was one of the songs. Oh, yeah. This, Jumpman. Yes. Good point. So should we get 10? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's get 10, Mega Family. With Little John. Definitely the anthem this year. Yes. Well, that's two years in a row with Little John. You're right. Because it was uh, turned down for what? I just remember our buddy uh, Ogle finally making on the bus. He's a donkey, but he does not play with us during these tournaments. He plays with a team that's really good to the point where they've won every year. They won this year, too. Hockey source. Yeah. And uh, he finally made it on the bus at some point late Saturday night. And I remember him just walking on all the benches in the party bus, just losing it to that song. Yeah. Ogle's awesome. Oh, he's one of my favorites. It's also funny, too, because all the years we've been there, I see this Ogle guy, but he's always, like, his team's real serious. Yes. So, like, I'll BS with him and stuff, but, like, he has, like, a beer. Right. Because they got to go do something. This year, I saw Ogle in full force. Oh, yeah. That Saturday night was the Ogle that we all know and love. Yeah. He was having the time of his life on the bus. I was, and he had a couple of his buddies from Hockey Source on the bus, too. That was cool. So they got to experience why the donkeys are the way that we are when we play. Yeah, I was hanging outside the bus chatting up one of his buddies. Uh-huh. And he was like, so you don't play? And I was like, no. And he goes, and you come every year? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, that is so awesome. Oh, hell yeah. I was like, it's a great tournament. Great beer garden. The b- beer garden's fantastic. The, the, the party is unreal. And shockingly... You know what, let's, get, let's do the TED Talks and then we'll get more. All right, good job. Right. TED Talks, starring the Tech Smith. We're going to get easily distracted if we start talking more about the classic. Uh, TED Talk this week, pretty simple. Uh, I know I fell into this trap some this weekend, but, you know, we had a whole group of guys with us and stuff, and, like, sometimes when you're having fun, like, just take a step back and go, what do the other people want to do? You yes. know what I mean? Think about your buddies, too, because yes. I know there's a couple times I got to go, all right, wait a minute. Let's think of this as a whole. What what is what do, what do my friends want to do? Let me go with them and go do that. And it's still going to end up being fun. You're but right, I just yeah. gotta. It's hard sometimes when you're drinking and having fun. Like you know, just just take a step back and go. Wait a minute. Let, let's see what's happening here. Do I have to go do this thing? I have to go do, which is what go fire down fireball somewhere or something stupid. Like right. Right. So sometimes even if you're not out drinking or whatever, just take a step back and go. You know, my buddy wants to go do that. Let's go do that. And that's kind of where we were. Yeah, because I remember we were, there was a few of us that went to one bar. Yeah. And we took the party bus. And we were having a blast at that bar, but it was very far from the bar that the rest of the crew were at because they stayed by the beer garden. We were like, well, we want to go to the other end of town. And then all of a sudden, like, well, you guys are going to come pick us up and we're having too much fun. And then finally, 
we were like, well, okay, there's something that we would we want to stay here and we would rather do this. But the right thing to do was to go hang out with the rest of the crew. Yeah. And it was and it still was so, fun. It was so much fun, but it was painful to leave because we were having so much fun where we were. Yeah. 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 Those things happen. <laughs> and shockingly, every year we joke about how we purposely lose. Well, not purposely. We get really drunk, so it's impossible for us to win that first game. Because yeah. we're drinking from, really, what do you say, 8 in the morning <laughs> until we eventually got to Spokane. It takes forever. Everyone's like, oh, was it like a five-hour drive? I'm like, no. We try and leave at 8. By the time we left Tacoma, it was close to 10. Well, right. We stopped by, said what's up to Clear Choice Cannabis people. Yep. What's up, Adam and the crew over there? Yeah. Great shop. But yeah, it seems like it takes forever to get going. It seems like it took us forever to get over the pass. Right. It was but like- then the funny thing was, because we were drinking, the second half of the trip seemed to go much quicker. Way fast. But yeah. what did we get there around like 4-ish? And yeah. we had a 6.30 game, so we get situated in the hotel. We head off to go play our game. We see this team in warm-ups, and Steve, by the way, has, a, has like, this hotel wasn't the nicest hotel, but Steve had the best amenities. For yes. some reason, his TV was much larger, and in the corner of his room, he had a really comfortable blue chair that none of the rest of us had. My TV, <laughs> I mean, it looked like it was a relic. It was a, it was a computer monitor. Ted walks into my room, and... He visibly starts getting pissed. Right. And I'm like, what's the deal, bro? And he, you're like, huh. oh, so you get the nice room. I'm like, the, the nice room? I've got chips all over the counters and the dresser drawers. I've got dents in the wall. I mean, this is just like a complete, like, it's it's like a step up from a crack house. Right. And I'm like, why is this room better? You go, oh, you got a big TV. I'm like, it's not that big, man. It's like 30 inches. You know, you should see mine. I go into his room and he's got like a 12-inch screen. Basically the screen you would put like in a bathroom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, he's right. I have a random blue chair that doesn't match anything else in the room. I feel like somebody might have just snuck it into the hotel room and they and the it's housekeeping. Just there. Housekeeping's like, I don't know. Right, because nobody else had that blue chair. No one. That thing was so comfortable. And that one, obviously everybody loves sitting in it that stayed in that room because it's it's up against the wall next to the bed and there's like a giant chunk of paint that's missing from the wall because people are and you could tell it's like the indent of the chair. Yeah. People are just slamming that chair against the wall, but when you swivel, it's also scraping against the wall. Well, that was the thing. I made fun of it. Like, what are people doing in this chair? You fast forward six hours later after we've been out Friday night and I'm sitting in the chair and I bet, I, I don't know, I spun it somehow. It's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you kept spinning it back and forth like a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's how this is happening. That's how it happens. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah, we never win the first game. Somehow, we won the first game. And yeah. we get out on there in warm-ups. The other team is, like, young. And they're, like, you could just tell, like, they, they, they know what they were doing. Their warm-ups were, like, organized. They looked ready to kill us. Somehow, alcohol was on our side. I don't know why, but, like, the alcohol was working for me. I was able to make saves better than I usually do. Our team, which was minimal, like, we had, like, seven guys playing. Yeah. Somehow... It must have been the right seven because we didn't get a lot of shots, but the shots we got went in. I'd say on average, I think we had like a 50% scoring percentage. Like we'd get like eight shots and we'd score four at a time. Right. So like you guys get in there and we were kind of hustling on time. Yeah. So you're like, hey, can you grab some beer for post game? Yeah. Sure. No worries. That's not a difficult thing for Ted to do. Right. So I grab a hockey bag. I go out there. Like, get the beer, put it back in there. So, like, I'm walking in and out, and, like, it's the first, like, because you guys are just playing two halves. I get that hockey's three periods. Right. It's two halves for this tournament, though, 25 minutes. So, it's like, huh, they are winning, blah, blah, blah. Like, all right. 
So I dropped the beer off, and then we're sitting there, and then it's halftime, sitting there with Q Ray's girl, eating uh, <laughs> jello shots. <laughs> yeah, we're awesome. Actually, they really were. Mixing it with tequila was different, but they were so. I didn't even you realize. Didn't notice. No. But they weren't that strong for a change, which I like. I feel like most jello shots, you just are eating like a whole thing of vodka. I didn't even notice. Yeah, it was tequila. Those were good. They, it seemed like they had like a half a shot in each. She loves her tequila. But it, right, it was yeah. just fun because it was like you could eat a few of them without just like being blacked out, white boy wasted. Right. But anyhow, it gets to the second half, and it's like right around the ten minute mark. Like I turn to her and I'm like, the boys might win this. And then I don't know if you guys, I told, I know I told you this hundred times, but it seemed like you guys consciously around the 12, 10 minute mark, yep. you were still up by two. Like. All right, let's actually go for it. Let's try to win this game. I was really torn because I was making saves. I was playing well. But then I'm like, well, crap. We're supposed to lose. And I don't want to – I was joking in the locker room all weekend. Like, I refuse to lose, boys. I don't care whether or not it's going to hurt our schedule and hurt what time we wake up. I'm going to do everything in my power to win these games. But deep down, I'm like, of course, if they're like, hey, we need to tank it, I'm going to do everything I can to help. But I'm like, looking around, I'm like, well – do we need to call a timeout so we can figure out, are we trying to win or are we trying to lose? Because right now we're winning and all fi- we're firing on all cylinders. And then I think I looked at you and, and Q-Ray's girl and put my arms up in here going, I think we might win this game. Well, that was the other thing that happened. Right around that 10-minute mark, you guys were up 4-2. Right. They come down, score a goal to make it 4-3, and it's like, ah, oh, crap. They here got, it goes. They got plenty of guys on their bench. They're going to tire them out. Yep. Nope, not the donkeys. Donkeys go right down the ice and score a goal within a minute to go back up two, and that's what it was like. Now they're going to win this. And then uh, at that point, Munson skates right by me, and he's just as tanked as I am, and he just looks at me, and he's like, kind of like just looks angry, and I'm like, oh, he's going to tell me he's tank it, tank it. And he goes, we should win this game. Like, yeah. like And then uh, a few other guys, Casey and a couple other guys skate by me and go, let's try and win this game. And I'm like, good. I want to. Because like, once you get... Once the blood is in the water, you want to strike. You want to. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like we have never won the first game. Let's no. do this, and we win it. And it was just party central after that. Like yeah, we everybody just, was pumped. Oh, we were running hot. The only thing that sucked is as we're doing the handshakes, one of the teams brought us right back down to reality. Everyone's like, "Good game, good game." One guy, of course, goes, "Have fun waking up tomorrow morning." And I'm like, "Oh crap! What time do we have to play? Eight thirty in yeah. the morning." I was fired up, though. We went to Red Lion, and we're sober enough to actually eat food. We did eat. Yeah. We ate, I think, every night yeah. for once. Yeah. Like, I might have actually gained weight. Usually, I lose weight at the Classic. Yeah. That was good. Plus, Friday night, everybody was just pumped afterwards. Oh, dude, we were all just, like, living living at large, just having a blast. We had, you know, we, we, we hit the bars. We had people popping up on the party bus. It was just a great time. It was. And then uh, Munson uh, and a few other people, they, we had... Re- okay. We only have a few minutes, so you know what? Why don't we take a break? All right, all right. Because when we come back, I, I told Ted before we started this podcast, and anyone who listens to the MIGS cast, I, I, I went into it a little bit on the MIGS cast about the drama that happened while, after we came home from Spokane, but there's a whole new twist to the drama. It's unbelievable, Does this Ted. involve swiping? No, you know, in a roundabout way, it does. All right, because I, I thought that's what it might be. Is I feel like one person swiped to get talent in the room, and one person took the talent. No, it's not oh. about that. But it involves one of the people who, what the talent that was swiped to, to come into the party bus. All right, it's such a vague tease. But when we get back, 
Ted, I'm going to blow your mind with the drama that happened. Every year, we don't think we're going to be able to top the stories. Man, there's a story to share with you that only a few of us already know. I don't think the rest of the team knows, but it's it's unbelievable when the Megacast gets back. All right. You might not see heaven tonight, but you will hear the Megacast again. Ted and Steve will be back. Already in production, the sequel to Batman vs. Superman. In this epic adventure, Wonder Woman sends Batman on a vital quest. Uh, welcome to Pop's Drugstore. What can I help you with? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I have this list from Wonder Woman. Excuse me? I have a list from Wonder Woman. Here. Oh, I see. Uh, I'm not sure which aisle this stuff's on. Hold on a minute. Which aisle are the tampons on? Oh, jeez. Aisle four, Pop. Uh, aisle four, uh, sir. Thanks. Thanks a lot. It's Batman versus the feminine hygiene aisle. The taped crusader faces a sea of styles, sizes, colors, and absorbency levels. Holy crap. Could I, uh, interest you in a douche? Why? Is Clark Kent here? Hi-oh! It's a life or death mission because Wonder Woman's got the cramps. Batman versus the feminine hygiene aisle. Opening for five to seven days in the summer of 2017. Where's your freedom? This one needs a brand new freedom. We them smartphones don't beat them. I have no idea what the f*** she is saying. <laughs> Thankfully, the mega cast is back. Is it MIA or is it Mia? MIA. MIA, yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought I thought that was the case. Didn't want to sound like I wasn't in the know, but I guess I did sound like I wasn't in the know. Yeah. All right, we got to get right Remember into it. Remember Paper Planes? That's yeah. the song everybody loves. I'm going to take your money. All right, Ted. Your your uh, finger pistol's a little weak there, Steve. You started falling apart on yeah. you. It's not locked and loaded at all. Very apparent. I keep my finger pistol locked and loaded at all times, like stitches. <laughs> Dude, how funny is it? So we went to the classic, and that was like the big talk was stitches. Like that rapper stitches about him singing about doing blow. I love selling, selling blow. blow. So Rev was sharing his story on the on the mix cast about going to NorwestCon. He's like, yeah, and we we got hooked on this artist you probably haven't heard of, but there he's called Stitches. I'm like, no. The same weekend we're geeking out about Stitches was the same weekend that uh, that the Rev was also geeking out at, at his his get drunk and do the things that he loves. No kidding. Event, yeah. Huh. I thought that was very random. Yeah. So Friday night, we're partying. We're outside of a bar. I think Fast Eddie's in Spokane. Yeah, basically like there's like four bars right there. Yeah, we post up right outside of those bars. Yeah. Like Fast Eddie's is one across the street, like the Globe. 
couple. Yeah, um, Red Lions right over there too. Yeah, Red. Oh, I mean, I love the Red Lion. I don't know why the Red Lion always seems so far away from Fast. That was the first time I actually like walked in between them and was like, Jesus Christ! Right down. Then the, I thought yeah. we were. We, we were. You realize we were like three blocks from our hotel. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like we did not need the bus, but we needed the bus. Yeah. Because a lot of the guys, you know, like. Some of the guys are single, so they you, the bus is a great thing to be like, hey, ladies, you want to come party with us on the bus? And maybe who knows what will happen for them. Maybe they'll hit it off. And Some guys just like to hang out and party on the bus. Free beers. That That's me you and that's smoke. you. Yeah. Like the entire, I barely stepped foot in bars. Like I think I only stepped in a couple of bars and it wasn't for very long. Yeah. Um. So we're at... At the the spot where the bus is, I'm on in the back doing my DJing, playing Turbulence and my D multiple times. Yeah. All of a sudden, this group of girls come on the bus. Now, and, I will admit, it's low-key. Uh, yeah, at this point- like, we what, weren't like raging, raging. We were just kind of listening to music, smoking. Yeah, it wasn't like anything insane. Like, it was maybe five guys. Yeah. And everybody else is in the bar. We're just chilling, having fun, drinking free beer, doing shots. Three girls walk on the bus- and you're like, hey, ladies, how's it going? I have no idea who invited them on the bus. I still don't know to this day. I'm guessing guessing uh, uh, whoever was driving or whoever's up front. Might have been Rich. Yeah. A lot of times people just wanted to come check out the bus. Oh, and, it's unbelievable. That's what yeah. Rich was telling me. He goes, you wouldn't believe how many people come by and knock on the door and like, oh, I know this person, I know that person. I, and he's asked to be like, no. Right. It's just a nonstop group of people that are coming in because we're trying to keep it cool. Like, we don't want any incidents on the bus. Yeah. But for the most part, you think, okay. But chicks want to come on the bus. There's no chance of them wanting to like fist fight or do stupid things. At least right. you think. These girls come on the bus, instantly give off a bad first impression. Come yeah. to the back of the bus. Ted's rocking. We, Ted and I were pretending to be. Da- well, we weren't pretending. We were Daft, Daft Punk. Punk. Right. We had our light up jackets. We had our light up shades. Those shades match my jacket. Perfect. Thank yeah. you again. Oh, absolutely. So we were just living life, having fun. We were playing Daft Punk, pretending to be them. Everything was great. They come on the bus. Ted's sitting on one of the benches. I'm in the DJ booth. First thing one of the girls says, she looks at us and goes, wow, you guys look rapey. Yeah. Looking back on it, I should have done what my gut told me, and that was just kick them off the bus. I, You know, I agree, too. That's just, how do you, hey, well, why would you even come on a bus where you thought guys looked rapey? I mean, I know that she really didn't believe it, but it was like- It was just rude to say, and it a, was just like, what? Like, right. Yeah. So that one already is on my S list, but whatever, you know. She sits next to me. Of course. Awesome. And and makes it a point to be like, yeah, like, look at you. I mean, what do you think? Of course I'm going to think that because look at you in your light-up jacket. Yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't realize that light-up jackets mean that you're a predator. Probably the complete opposite. I would think you're probably the safest guy on the bus if you have a light-up yeah. jacket. And the girl next to her was, like, talkative and normal and fine. The oldest one of the group, right? Yeah. She seemed super sweet. Right. She even was like, oh, I'm so old. And I was like, well, I'm 35. And she was like, what if she, 36 or something? I didn't think she looked good. Yeah, 30, I, right. I would say mid, maybe early 30s, mid mid to early 30s. So she was fine. And she was, a she was a, whatever her profession was, there was somebody else on the bus who had the same profession. Right. So I'm kind of joking around like, oh, those people are the worst, this and that. Leading to the setup of being like, that's what that person does. Right. But the annoying one that called us rapey. Just starts going, oh, you don't know this, you don't know that, and like started right. jumping. I, literally, a, you could. Have, Steve saw me. I just got up at one point and was like, I can't sit next to you. No, I think at one point you finally came to the back of the bus, like yeah. the full back where I was. Right, I was just like, I got to get out of here. So then the girl that sat right in front of me, because like there's a DJ booth, and then in front of the booth there's a bench seat, um, was another one of the friends who seemed nice at first, right? Yeah. Then she turns around and sees me, and she's like, Oh, do you have kids? I'm like, 
No, she's like, are you married? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yes, there's a ring on my finger. I mean, it doesn't take much to figure that out, but yes, I am. She's like, how long have you been married? I'm like, five-ish years? No kids? I'm like, nah, not yet. You know, hopefully one day. And she like, scowled at me and then goes, well, how old are you? I'm like, 41. How old's your wife? 28. And I'm not kidding you. He just goes, ugh. Turns around does not look at me or say a word to me for the rest of the time that they're on the bus, which is not very long, right. as we'll explain. But still, I'm like, the hell did I do? Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. And she kept talking about how she was a Mormon while she was drinking. Right. And was hollering at one of our guys who is in his early or late 20s. And I guess she told him that she was also in her late 20s, which I told the guys, I'm like, there's no way in hell. She's at least 34. At least. Oh, yeah. But they're like, no, she said she was 28. I'm like, she was not 28. If she right. was 28, she wouldn't be so offended that your wife's 28. That was my... Right. She's pissed because she's older than your wife. And visibly, not that she was like looking like she was like, you know, an elderly woman, but she did not look like she was in her 20s. If she was, she lived a rough life. Yeah. And so I'm like, whatever. I don't care. I'm not going to argue with this chick. She means nothing to me. So I'm just going back to being a DJ and not even paying attention. Well, I notice, and as you notice, that our boy Munson starts getting a little annoyed. Right, and at this point, the bars are empty, and other guys are getting back on the bus. Right. Yeah. And, and, and Munson is getting more and more annoyed, especially with the, the one that accuses us of all being rapey. Yeah. And what was it? Like, Jay was looking at you, saying, or I, I can't remember. Like, Jay was just like, hey, Munson's going to go off on these girls soon. We, like, we should, and he didn't say we should do, he just said it like twice, like, hey, Munson's about to like go off on these girls and just get them off the bus. And Munson did do that. Right. One of us probably should have stepped up first and been like, hey, it's time to go. Right. But you know what? I mean, as awful as what he said, I get why he was annoyed with them. They were not fun to be around. They were just jerks, except for the one that was, you said that you first started talking to that was- Yeah, she was fine. She seemed very nice. Um, Plus, it's awkward. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, you're on this party bus, but now at this point, like, I don't know. None of us are bouncers. It's weird to, like, have to be like, hey, you got to leave. Right. So Munson started nice and was like, hey, I think it's time for you guys to go. And that girl flipped him S. Right. And so then finally he goes like, a word a word of wisdom or something along those lines, you should really stop acting like a C word. Yeah. And she's just like, you know, almost like the, I never look on her face. Like, yeah, I'm, exactly. I have a feeling that maybe she's been called that. And, and hey, look, I know there's ladies that listen. It's not like, trust me, you would have felt the way about this girl too. Like she was not nice at all. Right. So she's like, fine, gets up. And then the other girl that I did not necessarily like all that much because she just was just a super bitch to me for no reason other than I have a young wife. Um, she like is still sitting there and Munson's like, look, I have no problem with you, but you need to go too. Yeah, that was weird too. Because like, the one girl was really offended mm-hmm. and that's fine. I mean, Munson dropped a C word on her. Yeah. So her and the cool chick get up and leave. Right. And then the other friend just kind of oddly sat back down and it was like, 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 you know, I want to be like, the party is over. Like, right. leave. Like, yeah, this is a package deal. When yeah. one's kicked out, the rest of you are kicked out. Yeah. Like, you're not that awesome where we want to keep you around. No. Like, sorry. Like, nobody wants to. And we've shifted now to, like, that point in the night. It's like 145. People just want to go back to the hotel, right. drink some more beers, order food, order right. a pizza. Which we did. Yeah. Um. So they leave. Now at this point, one of the other guys is there with a girl that he met on Tinder. Correct. So when these girls get up, that girl then comes to the back and sits down. Right. And sits down, and and she notices something on the bench seat. Oh, yeah. 
She the, notices the girl's wallet. Right. So the girl that was that was the bitch of them all. The right. The one, one. That called us rapey. Right. Yeah. Leaves her goddamn purse. Of course. Right. Like what? I mean, technically it was a clutch. Whatever. Yeah. It was just a little wallety purse thing. So we're like, she must have just left it. Trying so the girl, the Tinder girl, runs off the bus to try and bring back the the purse. The purse. I'm like perfect. Comes back, says couldn't find her. Opens up the purse, finds an ID. We all say, oh, hit her up on Facebook. Right. Right. So that's pretty much the end of that story. Right. Unless we go gotta, back, hang out, have a few drinks, pizza's have, ordered. Right. We. Uh, She's that, like, I'll take care of the purse. Like, all right, good to go. Because apparently they live in Coeur d'Alene. She was going there for a funeral. So she's like, I could, I could drop it off. We're like, perfect. Right. Apparently her and, and one of the guys from our team ended up going elsewhere. N- nothing, I guess, happened, but yeah. still, they hung out. Um, and I, that's why we realized that she wasn't going to be able to hang out the next night because I guess he was like, hey, you should come hang out tomorrow. And she's like, no, I can't. I got to go back to Coeur d'Alene, blah, blah, blah. So if we have time, we'll talk more about the rest of the parties that were happening. But here's where the drama happened. All right. Okay. So on Monday... I get a message from Munson and Jay, and they're like, dude, check our Instagram. The donkeys have an Instagram, Tacoma Donkeys, right? Yeah. We got a message from one of the girls. Not only did she leave it on there, but she also left it on the donkeys' Facebook page, and she also tweeted it to us. All right. Here is the message. Are you ready for this? All right. This is where everything gets awesome. So she sends it to the Tacoma Donkeys, and this is the girl that was sitting right in front of me, the one that did not want to talk to me anymore because my girlfriend is, well, my girlfriend, my wife wife is younger than I am. Says, hello, team. Just thought I'd send a quick note to say, it was nice to meet you last weekend in Spokane. My sister-in-law, that's the, 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 the one that called us rapey. Yeah. Who is a broke dental hygiene student, was very grateful to get a Facebook message from the Gonzaga Law student who was also on your bus that evening, March 25th. The woman indicated that her wallet, which my sister-in-law dropped on the bus while leaving, she had it. We felt so fortunate that she had taken the time to track us down to return the wallet. Unfortunately, the woman uh, indicated that the, quote, players had taken all of the money. Bummer. There wasn't much there, about $200, but the money was made babysitting while she was on spring break and was uh, going towards groceries and gas. I hope that you choose to represent your team in a better way in the future. Nobody stole her money. Nobody touched that wallet. You remember? I mean, unless I missed something, the only person who touched the wallet was the Tinder girl. I mean, somebody on our team touched the wallet. Because they gave it to her. We found it before she got on. Oh, I thought she sat on it. No. Okay, well... Uh, it was definitely handled, but okay. nobody stole the money. No. So I don't remember anybody even... Oh, I don't remember us opening it until that girl came on. Right. I mean, it was all like back to back to back. It was super quick, so maybe that's why I was confused by that, because I thought she sat on it. She's the one who said, but you might be... You're maybe probably, you're right. Maybe she did say whose purse is this. I don't remember that. And honestly, I wasn't... I didn't think I needed to remember that, so it's good to... That's why I'm glad that you're here, because I'm... Racking my brain. Yesterday was just like, so we reply to the girl and say, look, none of us touched the wallet. We're not thieves. Like, why would we steal money from a 200 bucks, whatever it is? Why would we steal money from a wallet that's on our bus where all of our information is plastered all over the walls of the bus? Right. Like, this isn't really a bus to commit crime on. Right. It's like, 
and none of our guys are that kind of person. Like, yeah, we are drunks. We are idiots. We're not thieves. Right. So we said, hey, we noticed. Plus, uh, if anybody on the team would have been dumb enough to steal the money, they also would have been dumb enough that night to have been like, I got money. I got money. Let's go to strip club or something along those times. So now yesterday was spent myself, Munson, J-Mac, a few others corresponding on the donkey's Facebook page with with that Wendy girl that decided to uh, accuse us of this. We're like, look, man, look, I'm sorry that that happened. It's an unfortunate incident. And so she says, because we're like, we didn't do it. Like, your issue should be contact the girl. She was the last person to hold the wallet. In my head, I'm thinking maybe they pocketed the money themselves, like the that this is just a way of them trying to extort money from us because we kicked them off the bus. It's like, we'll get them. We'll accuse them of stealing. Or the Tinder girl is not so honest and pocketed the money before handing it over and blamed us, which seems weird, right? Yeah. So she says, who am I supposed to believe? The Gonzaga law student who tracked us down to return the wallet or what they call themselves, quote, the greatest beer league hockey team in the known universe? Tough one. It's water under the bridge now. And then she sends a picture of that girl's Facebook page, the the Tinder girl, saying, are you telling me that she is a liar? And we're like, I didn't realize that a pretty girl can't be a liar. Yeah. Last I checked, lots of pretty girls are liars. Lots of pretty guys are liars. Lots of ugly girls are. There are liars amongst all of us. So we're trying to go back and be like, look, man, we're doing. Okay, we'll take a quick break. All right. We'll get more into this. I knew this was going to take the entire, because there's still way more twists and turns. All right, all right, all right. All right. All right, when the Megacast gets back, we'll get to the bottom of the missing wallet. Yeah, Saturday night was a better night anyhow. Oh, it was an awesome night. Yeah. I don't mind yeah. if you were a race driver. Arisha, baby. Or a crack door. This for the A. So long as you keep listening. Shawty, I don't. The Megacast will return. Mind. If you dance on a pole, that'll make you a hoe. Shawty, I don't. Mind. When you work until three, if you're leaving with me, gon' make that money, 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 your money, money, money. Cause I know how it is. Gon' handle your biz and get that money, 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 your money. You can take off your clothes. Long as you coming home, girl, I don't mind. The general election isn't until November and you're already depressed. The flood of political ads hasn't even started and you're nauseous. Well, now there's primary electo polydeceptive fake kiss my ass, they all suck a mean. Primary electo polydeceptive fake kiss my ass, they all suck a mean, takes the edge off of the political season so you can function when Trump, Clinton, Cruz, or Sanders supporters start yammering in your face. Primary electo deceptive fake kiss my they all suck a mean may not be for everyone side effects include rolling your eyes yawning vomiting explosive leakage digging out your own eyes with a claw hammer committing hairy carry and the propensity to drink yourself into a coma talk to your lobbyist about primary electo polydeceptive fake kiss my they all suck a mean ask for it by name Here are two guys that will not steal your girl. B text me. Unless she steals the wallet. Steve. The mega cast is back. She belongs to me. Maybe cash, not your yeah, girl. We won't steal your girl. We'll steal your money. That's that's just what we do. Alright, so 
Just to give you an idea of this conversation with this girl. I got a good story for you, too, about Saturday. Okay. About stealing girls. Okay, awesome. So this is the original response we sent on Instagram. We said, hey there, sorry to hear about this. This is not true. After you left, the girl found the wallet. See, I was, and we were confused because I didn't realize one of us found it, but that's neither here nor there. Right, that is... So uh, immediately left the bus to try and find you guys. None of us ever touched the wallet. After that night, we didn't see that girl again. It's unfortunate she tried to blame it on us, but we don't need to steal money from people. Her response, odd that she would take time to drive it out to Coeur Lane to return it, but take the cash. Hmm. That's not that odd. People do that all the time with stolen wallets. And that's what we said. Like, according to the guy that was hanging out with that girl... Uh, which he just met that night. She couldn't hang with him the next night because she either lives in Coeur Lane or she's going there for a funeral. Truly sorry that the money was taken, but the only person that touched this wallet was that girl. No response. But then it, then it unfolds on Facebook. She gets her friend, who's even more annoying, involved in this because she's like trying to be funny and take like snarky shots at us. And we're like, we just want to settle this. You decided to take this publicly. And that was like one of the things we brought up. Look, because like, then at one point they're like, all right, well, you know what, maybe someone on your team, you just don't know, did it. We can't hold you all accountable for it. I'm like, no, no one on our team took the money, but whatever. They're like, well, how about you guys just kick in some cash and let's raise up enough money to give her the $200 back? And we said, no, we have no interest in helping you guys out. If you would have reached out to us in a more respectful manner, not made this into a witch hunt or, hey, I'm going to put you on public blast and reached out to us. Yeah, and that's the world we live in now. How about you just reach out to the source directly, try and solve the problem. If you can't solve the problem and you feel like they're screwing you over, then sure, go up on on the soapbox and try and let the world know how awful the people are. But it's like we never, we skipped that step of just being normal human beings. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it goes back and forth, back and forth. And they, of course, are not backing down. We, as donkeys, are just like, look, we're a lot of things. And they're like finding pictures on our Facebook page of us, like m- someone on our team was like doing like air uh, pressure washing and they pressure washed a-, a penis on a roof before they cleaned the rest of the roof and put the picture up like as a joke. And they're like, yeah, yeah should we trust guys that do this? And so our response was, yes, we find D jokes funny. We find poop jokes funny. That doesn't make us criminals. They reported that one to Facebook, and it got pulled down, that comment. which I, So all this is going on. Finally, we're like, hey, guy that was with the Tinder girl, because we tried tagging her in these comments. We're like, hey, like maybe she can give us some insight into what happened. Like, Did you really accuse us of stealing money? So the guy who went on the Tinder date with that girl who returned the wallet sends her a screenshot of that initial message. And I'm going right. to read the exchange. And your mind is going to be blown. All right. All right. Her response to the that, like saying, hey, they're accusing us of this. Um, and she says, oh, geez. So it's not even the girl, the girl whose wallet that's accusing us. He goes, yeah, her sister-in-law, apparently. And I love that a guy on our team writes to her. I could care less if you took the money. Those guys were just wanting me to ask you. Her response, oh, God. Okay. So here's what went down. I did just take the money. And blamed it on the guys. Oh my God! <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Munson, Jay, and I were losing our minds over this. So there's more. I thought she might just let it go. I, I mean, look, I'm not going to defend this. I will say that's not that unheard of. And that's always kind of the thing. I, like, if you lose your wallet, you can, 
in this day and age, you get it back, but you generally are not going to get the cash back. Right. Be happy you got your cards back. Be happy you got your ID back. Be happy you got that picture of your kid back. You know what I mean? All right. So she, so she admits she swipes the cash. <laughs> right away. All right. So I did take the money, and I blamed it on the guys. I thought she might just let it go. Did not expect her to attack the team. I'm sorry. Here's the best response ever from our teammate. Hey, I respect your honesty. <laughs> so I respect the crook's honesty. All right, but what are you supposed to do now? What, are you going to put her on public blast? Well, so she gets one more thing. I thought she would just be pissed and let it go. I really didn't think she would hunt you guys down. Now, your question is, what, what do we do? Yeah. Well, we send that screenshot to the... Hey, look, at the end of the day, I don't give two craps. None of us give two craps about Tinder Girl. She put us in a bad position. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right. So, I mean, and, and, and our, the guy on our team doesn't care. He yeah. was just trying to hook up with her while he was in Spokane. Yeah. That's what Tinder is. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, we posted it and said, hey, here's your answer. So, the Wendy girl, I give her credit. It was a veiled apology. But she, let me see if I can find the apology. But she gave us an apology. So I give her credit for that. She goes, that's very unfortunate. I owe you an apology. We assumed that she was being honest because she tracked us down and made a point to blame it on you. So our response was, look, all right, well, thanks for wasting our time all day in arguing. And maybe in the future, you won't just assume somebody is on the up and up because of how their picture is on Facebook or what they're studying in college. And her response is, I didn't decide that I believed her because of those things. I believed her because she told me that. And we're like, no, you actually said, who do I believe? The law student with the picture or the donkeys? Right. So she deletes that comment. Then she deletes all of her comments. Then the other one has the nerve to write like, success. I got to read it for you because it's just such an uber. Okay, here's her response. The other girl that wasn't even there, her name's Kate. This is all on Facebook. I wanted attention brought to the matter, hashtag success, plus the money returned to the student, which is still void. I already apologized to the majority, minus the guilty party. Do you want my firstborn, winky face? Losers come in all walks of life. Glad it wasn't the donkeys. None of them. This former hockey goalie apologizes again. I wish to offer Wendy sister-in-law in donation if she still needs help. We're like, go, go screw yourself. So then we go back and forth, and now we're still arguing. And then she gets to a point going, the fact that you're still arguing with me makes me think you're guilty. Like, we just proved it to you. Ah, uh, my head's going to explode. Right? Yeah, I, I, right. You don't contact those people anymore. Finally, would be my a, advice. We hit a point where we wrote, one of our guys wrote, um, look, we're done talking about this. It's clear that you want to get the last word. This is ridiculous. Take care. Can't you just block them? We could. And, and, and honestly, they, they, ever since that message, and it's been all day, we haven't heard back. And so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that it's over. But it was just like, and, and one thing we said, hey, look, can you at least apologize on our Instagram page too? Since you put it on public blast, can you go on the Instagram page and put a follow-up comment that says, I was wrong. It turns out that these guys were not the thieves, and they didn't do that. Yeah. It's just like- Of course not. So I guess um, uh, we got a, a Munson told me you got a call from the dude that was on the Tinder date. I guess they somehow got her number, probably because it's listed on her Facebook page, which is, and they keep texting her saying they're going to the cops. She's all worried about it. It's like, yeah, now that's your problem, not ours. 
Oi. That's the drama that happened after the classic. I mean, that's just annoying. Dude, that was all day yesterday. Like, it was infuriating. Like, at, at several points, Munson and Jay and I were on a group chat going, I, I really hate what is happening right now. Like, this is, it's entertaining because it's ridiculous. And we knew we didn't steal anything, but we never thought in a million years that girl would just out and out say, yes, I'm a thief. Yeah. I think from now on, there's just... I don't think anyone's allowed on the bus. I was just going to say, no one's allowed on the bus. No. no. Unless, unless you physically walk somebody on. Right. They, they're not allowed on the bus. Uh, and, and there's history. Yeah. Like, if you, like, you know, we have a couple buddies that aren't on our team. They end up on the bus. I don't care. That's fine. Right. But, I mean, who would have ever thought, ran, I mean, I know, random Tinder girl, but like, I agree. Like, she did not look like someone who would be a crook. But we don't know what crooks look like. Yeah, and like, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think it starts with like, don't bring anybody on the bus. Because at least like, like, it starts because we had three randos on there. 100% agree. And they weren't even that hot. None of them were hot. Yeah. None of them. And oh, so, you know, we're arguing. Click on that chick's Facebook page, the one that said that she was 27 or 28. Yeah. The one that was a bitch to me. She's... Well, of course, married. I mean, that's great. Go holler at one of our single guys while you're married and, and lie about your age because, oh, she has a 14 or 15-year-old daughter. Oh. Last I checked. I mean, you know, crazy things happen. Maybe she had it when she was 16. No, I know, but it's just- No, it's not just, even. She would have had to have that kid when she was like 13. It's just the fact of the matter is like, right, like, first of all, you're married- and you're on a party bus with a bunch of dudes you don't know, judging them because one guy has a younger, hotter wife than you. Right. And lying about your age to one of our younger guys. Right. Because you don't want to say that you're in your mid-30s, at least. Yeah. I was, And I remember, I was like, I was right. I told you guys she was not in her 20s. But I don't want to call Tinder Girl a thief because I think that was a crime of opportunity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because she drove the wallet already back and just figured, probably figured the same, like, I don't know. I just figured she, she, I don't think she thought it would be that big of a deal. Just like, I'll take the 200, she'll just be pissed and let it go. She probably thought, and here we are getting inside the mind of a criminal. She probably (laughs) thought, well, she has no idea who those guys are. She'll never be able to track down those guys. So those guys are just like imaginary characters, fictional people. So I'm saying it's a crime of opportunity. Like, and if she was going to do that again, and maybe we need to contact her, she should have said, I found it out on the street. The money was never in there. Sorry. Yeah. Here's your wallet back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. why did you have to blame us who have at Tacoma donkeys on the damn bus? World Famous. World Famous. F-O-M-O-S. That's how you spell famous in Tacoma. <laughs> so what was your, uh, you wanted to t- talk about Saturday night? <laughs> I told you that story would blow your mind. Yeah, I, I'm just annoyed now. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, that was the worst interaction I have had with females in a long, long time. It's like they weren't nice. They weren't friendly. Again, the only chick that was straight. And that girl, now I get why that girl was so like just upfront. like, no, I'm the old one. I'm going to be honest. Because I think she was ripping on her friends. Yes. That, you're, you're that chick, right. I like that chick. I would have had that chick hang out. That chick could have hung out all night if she wanted to. Right. She was cool. She but just that, wanted to hang out, have a couple beers, and she was being friendly. Right. That makes a lot more sense now. I mean, can you imagine me and you walking onto a party bus that's a bachelorette party and going, uh, you guys look like some real sluts. 
Right. Right? And then staying on the bus. Right. Who go? You guys look so rapey, but I'm going to sit here for a minute. Like, what? And then I'm going to get upset when attention is not on me. Oh, right. That's what I'm saying. That was the worst interaction I've had in a long time. Right. I remember when her purse was still there, it was just like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, I was so pissed. Of course. I was like, I almost wanted to be like, just throw it out the damn door. Just throw it out there. If she realizes where she left it, she'll come back to that spot and maybe find it on the curb. You know what? Next time, we just got to go with our first instinct. We should have just walked. Somebody said, let's just walk. We should have just walked it right into Fast Eddie's and been like, can you put this in your lost and found? Yeah. You know? Yeah, because, you know, I mean, at that point, we've washed our hands of it. We put our trust in a Tinder girl and yeah. it bit us in the ass. Right, but that's, that's also a great just example of like how society works and stuff. Yep. Because they were so confident. Oh, the beer drinking hockey idiots and this right. and that. The dirt bag stole right. the money. And that's what I'm saying. Nobody on that team, number one, is going to steal. Plus, you know, like somebody would have brought it up. Because we stayed up for a while. Somebody would have been drunk. If they had been drunk enough to steal it, they would have messed up and admitted to having the cash on them. You, you're, you are so right. Because or the next day at breakfast, it would be like, I got it covered. Yeah, it would be like, yo, you won't believe what I did last night. And we'd be like, bro, you got you to gotta return that money. Right, it'd be like, dude, now we're in a very odd spot. And and to, who would have ever thought the, the most annoying group of girls, we finally get rid of them. And then we're bound to them for the next couple of days in an argument on Facebook. Ah, well, that's the thing, man. When you take that party bus and the donkeys as a whole, now, is there maybe a time or two when we're eating breakfast or something, the language could be a little rough? Yeah. Guilty mm-hmm. as charged. Right. Uh, is there a lot of drinking? Maybe, uh, you know, maybe an open container gets off the bus here and there. All right. Mm-hmm. You got us on that. But nobody's stealing money. Like, nobody, like, there's just, those guys aren't that guy. And that was like, I was legitimately, and I know the other guys were too that know about this, I don't think the rest of the team even knows what was going on. There's like maybe four or five of us total that know the drama. I was legitimately pissed off because, right. look, I mean, none of us are perfect. Like you said, we all have our flaws, but one of those flaws is not being thieves or being crooks, man. And yeah. and I would never steal from anybody. And it was just, it was so infuriating because it was like, and I remember I was talking with the guys, I'm like, I kind of, I feel bad for that girl's husband. Because I feel like he's probably living a life where he's been accused of stuff, can't prove that it's wrong, even though it is wrong, and has to deal with the repercussions because of it. Well, and that just, again, just shows you society and what you're dealing with here, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times people that are saying the most outrageous, you know, the, not outrageous, but the, you know, it's like when you look at crazy religious people, right? Well, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't masturbate. You shouldn't do this. You got to suppress sex. And then what are they doing? They're out having sex with gay prostitutes or molesting children. Right. It's like the worst things in the world. The most extreme, but, you know, right. a little self-love. They're married, married broads, hanging out on a bus where they probably shouldn't be. And then, right, and then, right, making yeah. fun of everybody else. And then just going, oh, of course you guys stole it. You look like criminals, this and that. And it's like, no. And it, oh, dude, Now was, you're getting me pissed off. There was a point where, like, you know, she was like, you guys are liars. I almost wanted to throw out the... Yeah, you should know a thing or two about it, because she's like, how can you think this girl's a liar? I'm like, well, yeah, your profile looks like a very sweet picture, too, but you seem to have no problem lying to one of our guys about your age when you have a, a teenage daughter. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? There's nothing, like, <laughs> there's just nothing that was going to come of getting into a war of insults. But it was, it was, it was aggravating, aggravating, man. Yeah, that is. That is aggravating. But did you expect that girl to admit to it that that quickly? Yeah, that doesn't shock me. That's what I'm saying. That's purely a crime of opportunity. I bet that girl in 100 years would never actually rob somebody, 
But she probably just said, oh, screw it. I'm a student. Right. I need I need 200 bucks. And that was part of, like, in my head, I'm like, you know what? Of all the people I would think would steal it, it's the, it's the college student. Yeah. And don't tell me because she's a law student, she's honorable. Have you hung out with a lawyer right. ever? They're all drunks. Damn. And you're telling me every lawyer is on the up and up? I watch Better Call Saul. Yeah. It's real. Watch it the People versus OJ. Did you, uh, before we get out of here, uh, Saturday but, night? Yeah. It, no, it's not going to be as funny now. Oh, well, I was just going to say, there was a period on Saturday where I was just sitting outside the bus, and there was a, uh, you probably didn't even know this, so, so we're like a half block up from the bars, there's an alley there, mm-hmm. and there's just a cop posted there for a while. What? Yeah. He's just posted there for a while. So Rich had mentioned it, and so I'm sitting out there and uh, just hanging out, BSing. I was BSing with some of Ogle's buddies. Okay. But you could tell the cop is just waiting, right? So like a couple times, like months and once, I was like, no, 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 back on the bus with the beer. And he was like, what? I was like, back on the bus with the beer. And I did like no. two guys. And they were like, are you serious? I was like, there is a cop right there. Like he's just waiting for us to slip up and have, be standing out wow. there drinking beers on the corner. Yeah. And then also later in the night, I, I reprimanded some people. And then we realized it wasn't even a cop. The cop had left. <laughs> but I just saw headlights behind our bus. It was like, I'm, t- I'm not taking any precaution. Taking all precautions here, Steve. Dude, better you than better man than most of us. Cause- yeah. Yeah, I mean, none of us were probably thinking that clearly. No, you never think about it. You no. just pop off the bus with your beer. And then, woo! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was a great time, dude. I, I'm glad you came again, yeah. as always. Uh, thank you again to Levi and Lion Pride Music. Still the best beer garden. Saturday night, we got in a solid. We, I mean, we had to be in there for a solid hour, right? Yeah, Saturday night. I remember- After the game? Remember Saturday morning? I saw Blair and yep. uh, uh, Dan, Heavy. Yeah, I, I ran to a guy that I've been buddies on Twitter with. He's a former Eastern Washington hockey player. Um, right. This guy, Elliot Martin, he uh, wrote a great hockey song called Juniors. If you ever have a chance, just go on YouTube. If you're a hockey person or if you ever I, – I think you'd enjoy it anyway, but just type in Elliot Martin and Juniors. And it's a song about junior hockey, and it's a really well-done acoustic vibe song. It's it's And, in, and, and yet um, – I think it was Sauce Hockey, which is a big hockey apparel like clothing line. All right, they flew him out to like their their compound, which is like this sick home, and they filmed the video there with a bunch of hot chicks and they're drinking beers, and he's playing his acoustic guitar. I told him to come on the bus. I was hoping I could like bro down and just kind of nice get his experience, but we never connected again. We ran into each other at the beer garden, but both of us looked at each other. It was almost like long lost brothers. We were both like, oh, I know you. And he's nice. like, I know you. I listen to your podcast all the time. He listens to the podcast. He's solid dude. It was all awesome right. running into him. I wish we would have had a little bit more time to hang out, but that's just how the classic is. Yeah, it and is. You plan on hanging out with certain people. You plan on making, like, I wanted to go check out JT. Uh, he came out from Clover Jane. It would have been fun to swing by and see his Yeah, I was hanging out with him during the game. He's a great dude. We had a beer in the locker room. And he sent me a text and said, hey, come, come check me out. I'm like, yeah, I'll see what happens. And I was hoping to, but I knew. You know, we're at the mercy of everybody. Yeah. Which is just, that's party bus lifestyle, man. It is. It's party yeah. bus lifestyle. Taking wallets, breaking hearts. Let's get 10, Ted. Oh, let's do it. That is not what I expected to hear today. I told you it was insane. Yeah. I thought it was completely going to be some like BS drama of like, somebody's mad if somebody drank their beer or something like that. You didn't think theft? The only accusation. theft I thought we had was the bottle of vodka. Which I was convinced for half an hour somebody stole my bottle of Tito's. Yeah, and, and then like we a realized giant industrial like Costco sized bottle of Tito's. Yeah, it was just deeper in the water. It was under the ice in yeah. the cooler. Yeah, no theft. No, never thought to look there. Nope. No different than last year. We thought that somebody stole our bong, 
Yeah. And it turns out that we just broke it and it was in a corner. Yeah. Not shocking. No. All right. Let's get 10, Ted. Turbulence. Turbulence. And then I'm off to Dallas tomorrow. Nice. WrestleMania. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, Mega Family. Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Email us, the Megacast at Yahoo.com. <laughs> Here we go. for takeoff comes the best part of the song you got an extra 200 throw it up or steal it oh man that song was crushing hell yeah (laughs) i feel like i'm back on the bus oh man all right thank you for listening mega family